So I feel very privileged this morning to be speaking on Summer Sundays. And um, I'm going to just start, first of all, with a verse, which just is going to bring us into the preach. It's John 10, 11. I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I want to ask you this morning, what is your idea of a shepherd? What do you think of when you think shepherd? I've got one picture, first of all, if we could have that first picture. Is this how you see a shepherd? Is this how you see Jesus? I think there's a little bit of makeup. Uh, There's some interesting... Yeah, you know, and also sometimes you get Jesus with blonde hair as well. He looks quite weak and insipid, doesn't he? Do you think do you think a shepherd like that? Or do you think a shepherd like my second picture? It's summer Sundays, you're gonna forgive me on this one. It's my mark. So my mark is on the holding thing. I mean, isn't he cute? He's just gorgeous. He's got his tea towel on his head. Is that how you think of shepherds? Tea towel, really cute. Nativity. Is that what you think? Because how you think of the shepherd is how you're going to react to the shepherd. And how you think of the shepherd is how you're going to talk about the shepherd. So my heart this morning is that you're going to really get an understanding, a remembrance, a revelation of who the shepherd is and what the shepherd can do in your life and how you can tell people about the shepherd. You can take Mark down now. (laughs) So... First of all, we need to talk about sheep, okay? Before we get to the shepherd, we need to talk about sheep. Matthew 9, 36 says, He saw people weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. John 10, verse 14 says, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and they know me. So what are some things that sheep are like? Do you know they're prone to wander off? We just come back probably four weeks ago, from a, 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 a two-week road trip around Scotland. Oh, my goodness, the sheep. They were over the road. There was a field with, like, 50 sheep in, and then you'd go and look in another field where there was cattle, and there was one sheep, which should have been in the other field. It's just wandered off. You'd look up in the, on the hills, and there's one sheep just up there, and you think, how did it get there? Sheep wander off. Can I ask you this morning, how many times do you wander off? How many times do you get distracted? We are sheep. How many times is that something you like, I'm meant to be going off there, but actually, this looks so much interesting. I'm going to have a chat with Lovely. So I'll chat with Lovely. No, I'm meant to be up here. I'm meant to be preaching. I've got distracted and I've wandered off. What else do sheep do? I've already said they get stuck in places. Uh, Hillsides, we saw a few got tangled. There was a farm untangling the sheep in the barbed wire. Okay, how many times do we get stuck? Maybe there's somebody here this morning and you're stuck. What's that phrase? You're stuck in a hard place, between a hard place and a rock. Maybe that's you this morning. Maybe as a sheep, you've just got stuck. I know in my life, I have got, right, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And that's all really very good. Yes, yes, yes. And oh, 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 there is no way I can get out of this. I am stuck. So can we all admit that we get stuck sometimes? Sheep get stuck. 
Sheep's vision is poor. This is a real, this is truth here. It's uh, very poor, so they don't see the big picture. How many times have I not seen a situation clearly? How many times have I thought I've been right, but I haven't seen clearly? I've just seen probably where my feet are, and I've just been walking along like this without looking my head up. I'm a sheep. I don't see clearly sometimes. And, oh my goodness, they run into dangerous situations. I can't tell you how many emergency stops my husband and I had to do in Scotland. How many times both of our heads were sort of up against the, 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 the car. Because a sheep, trotting along in the road in front of us. They don't see dangerous situations. They just move. How good are we at making sensible decisions? Or do we just run into the way of an unseen, unhealthy obstacle? We're sheep. We need help. Sheep don't have great balance. Oh my goodness, I have so tripped up. Literally tripped up and tripped up in my life because my balance hasn't been great. And my balance in my thoughts and in my balance in what I'm seeing hasn't been good. Maybe some of you have tripping up and you're fed up with tripping up. Why does it always happen at work that I'm the one that trips up? I'm the one that forgets this. Maybe also in your family life, maybe you're the one that just says everyone, oh, look at them. They always trip up. We're sheep. We trip up. Sheep, and I'm going to put this very much onto me, because I wouldn't call you this. Sheep are foolish. Do you know what? I'm foolish sometimes. I do some really foolish things. I don't do it to be unkind. I don't do it to cause offence. Sometimes I'm just foolish. And this is why we need the shepherd. And if there is something that has resonated in your life, you've thought, yep, yeah, I need to see. Yeah, I trip up. Yeah, this morning, I'm stuck in a hard place. Well, I want to tell you about the shepherd now, because that's what we need. And you need to know that you need the shepherd. Do we need the shepherd? Come on, church. Let's get some noise going. I need some noise coming out of you. We need the shepherd this morning. And I'm going to tell you about what the Word of God says about the good shepherd. The shepherd is all we need. In Psalm 23, verse 1, it says, The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd, I always have more than enough. We have more than enough. The shepherd is all I need. Somebody needs to get excited. The shepherd is all you need. He's your best friend. He's got everything. If that one thing that you're sitting there and you say, I need this this morning in my life. I need to be helped with this. The shepherd is all you need. Why a sheep? Do we look elsewhere? Why do we look for that thing that we need in other places? Maybe you look at it through friends. You think, you know that need? I'll find that in a friend. Or maybe I'll find that need if I can get married. Or maybe I'll find that need if I get that job promotion that I've been running about for and I really, really want. Maybe also that need, you think, 
It's going to be done. Sex, drugs and rock and roll. Maybe that's where you found your need. Where the need will be met is through the good shepherd. The shepherd wants us to rest. Very important. I'm going to say that. The shepherd wants us to rest. In Psalm 23, verse 2, it says, He lets me rest in green meadows. Why do we not rest? I believe there are so many of you here who need rest. Can I just say one thing, though? Rest and laziness are not the same because some of us are thinking that when we rest, we're being lazy. We're being sold a lie. The Good Shepherd leads us to rest, but we get so competitive. Do you know, yesterday evening, I did five things. I did. I did all my washing. I did a cordon bleu meal. Oh, I uh, did the garden. I managed to do this, this, and this. Next person. Well, actually, I did seven things. Why are we so competitive in what we're doing? We feel we listen to people. And even sometimes I get it. I've got this amazing friend at the gym who always seems to be busy. And she goes, I'm going off to Bromley, and then I'm going here. And, I'm blah, 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 blah. and I think, whew, whew, I put up my game. And then I think, no, today is a day I need to rest. I am not going to run about today. Today is a day, because of the week I'm going to have, I need to rest. We get caught up in Instagram too, don't we? All these things that everybody seems to be doing. I'm out with my friends. Oh, I'm out here. I'm up in London. I'm doing this. I'm down at the coast. I'm paddling. We just get, well, I don't do anything, so I better rush about and start making things. Oh, hello, anybody? Do you fancy doing anything with me? Because I need another Instagram picture. I'm really tired, but honestly, I've had two hours sleep, but I need my Instagram picture. And that's before we get into FOMO, fear of missing out. I don't want to miss out on anything. I've got to be in the pictures. I've got to be busy. I can't rest. He lets me rest in green meadows. From the message, I just want to read that verse again and the next verse coming on. You have bedded me down in lush meadows, you have find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch breath. Do you know, you need to catch breath. The good shepherd, some of you need to hear this. It's time to catch your breath. And he's leading you to catch your breath. The next thing is the shepherd leads us. Psalm 23 verse 2 says, His tracks lead me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. Do you know, a natural shepherd is always leading the sheep. He's always putting them, putting them into different fields, moving them. Maybe not so much now because they probably use their little three, four by fours and drive them about. But this let's go back of many years. But they used to lead them about. Come on, we're going here, we're going there. Do you know why? Because the sheep will overeat the green pastures. And the shepherd knows that there isn't something there. It's so easy to overgraze a field. So he's always moving. He's always leading the sheep on to something better. Brilliant. 
Can I ask you this morning, are you being led on? Are you feeling awkward? Are you life sort of bit odd because you're thinking I'm not meant to be here anymore? I'm feeling I'm meant to be led on. I believe the shepherd's leading you on because there's new pastures. You've just overgrazed your pasture and he wants to lead you on to new things, to better things. He is the good shepherd and he will lead you. The shepherd restores us. In Psalm 23, it says, He restores my soul. He renews my soul. Let's be honest, life happens, doesn't it? Life happens. And when life happens, we can get heavy with various emotions. There can be some unforgiveness. There can be grief. There can be an offense. There can be a hurt. There can be just so many of those life things that just weigh us down and we feel like we're carrying heavy shopping bags. It's heavy. I want to tell you this morning that the Good Shepherd restores us, that he is the answer. If you feel this morning that you need restoration, you need to be renewed in your soul, the answer is the Good Shepherd. He will renew you. He will restore you. And I'm just about to do a blatant advert here right now. I need to tell you that in September, we're going to do some other keys to freedom for the men in this church. It's going to start off in September. It's a discipleship course. It's a discipleship course. But it's going to be there to give men the keys to be renewed and to be restored. I'm saying to you men, you need to sign up. The adverts will be coming out in a couple of weeks, but you need to be really thinking about those things that may be heavy, those things that you... The Good Shepherd wants to restore you from the offences. He wants to restore you from the great grief. He wants to restore you and may uphold you again. Your self-worth, if it's down here, he wants to bring it right up to where it should be. I was privileged to do the first Keys to Freedom a few months ago. It is phenomenal. There are only eight places. Okay, that's why I'm telling you, you're the first ones to know this. If you want that, this is a great practical way. The church wants to help you with it. If you're a woman, we're going to do another one very shortly. But you know what? The Good Shepherd restores and renews your soul. So look to him. The Shepherd guides us. Who here would like some more wisdom? Are we all just too clever? Who likes some more wisdom? I love some more wisdom. I'd love some more leadership skills. Yep, some more guidance. Do you know what? The Good Shepherd will do that. He guides me along right paths, bringing honour to his name. I want to be wise to honour God. I don't want to be that numpty Christian that says the wrong thing and then everyone goes, oh, she goes to Citygate Church. <laughs> I don't want that. I want to be like, oh, do you know, that was so wise and that was so caring the way she spoke to me. I think it's the church by the roundabout. Do you know, I've seen those people. They're all smiley. They're, I might come along. Yeah. I want to bring honour to his name. The shepherd guides us. The shepherd's job is a full-time commitment to the sheep. In Israel, if you're a shepherd, you're with the sheep or 
the time. You didn't leave them. And I think some of you need to know right now that God has never left you. He's never forsaken you. He is the good shepherd. He is looking after each one of you. As we admit we're sheep, we know that there is a shepherd who loves us and cares for us and wants the best for our lives. The shepherd protects. And this is my last one. The shepherd protects. There is an enemy. And if you're a shepherd, they'd know about what, en- what those um, enemies were. They could be in Israel. They could be lions. They could be wolves. They could be hyenas. They could be foxes. That's why the shepherd has a rod. He fights them off. He comes along with his rod and he'll hit any of the, any of the predators that come along. Do you know, we have a good shepherd who died on the cross to defeat the enemy. So this morning, church, our good shepherd has defeated the enemy. So we don't have to have do anything with the enemy. That is good news this morning. The enemy is defeated because of the good shepherd. He also has a crook. And do you know what they think of the crook? They call it salvation. The crook is the salvation. And I just heard an illustration about a lovely sheep and how they like to go to the water. And we've already said they don't have much balance. They're not faith. They're a bit foolish. But they will lean over into the water to drink the water. Now, remember, sheep have lots of wool. So the wool gets heavy with the water. And it gets heavier. So they go leaning over. Maybe they're, maybe they're tipping down. And before what? Before long, the wool gets so heavy. Clop! The sheep is in the water and she can't swim. Okay, do you know what happens? The good shepherd comes along with a crook, the salvation, and he brings that sheep out of the water and he saves that sheep. Our shepherd is salvation. And I want to read you Uh, an article that was in a newspaper in Israel in 1972 and it's called The Shepherd's Blood. In 1972, a shepherd had brought his sheep into a walled-off enclosed area for the night and he had just gone to sleep when he heard a commotion. He quickly rushed over to where the sound was coming from and to his horror, he discovered that a wolf was in the process of dragging off one of his sheep through a hole in the wall. He was mauling the sheep and the blood was flying. The shepherd quickly began hitting the the wolf and the wolf turned on him and began attacking him. He bit him over and over again while the shepherd was striking him with his staff. And finally, with one final blow of the staff, he killed the wolf as he himself collapsed into a bloody heap. He managed to crawl over to the half-dead sheep and began to bandage its wounds. He gave it water and he then took it into his own bloody arms and shepherd and sheep went to sleep together. The next morning, the shepherd was found dead. His body literally draped over the sheep to comfort it and keep it warm. The following day, the headlines in the Jerusalem paper said, Sheep Alive covered in the shepherd's blood. Sheep alive, covered in the shepherd's blood. Sheep alive, covered in the shepherd's blood. This morning, if you're a sheep, 
you are alive and you're covered with the shepherd's blood this morning. We need to just thank Jesus for that. We are covered with the shepherd's blood. It says in John 10, 27, 29, this is my last verse. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Not one will snatch, no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. This morning, I just have to ask that question. I have to ask that question. Do you know the shepherd? And I know many, many, many of you here do know the shepherd, but I've just got to just check because there might be one sheep, two sheep, three sheep that do not know the shepherd's voice. They do not know him yet. So I just want to tell you, and I've told you enough about the amazing shepherd who loves you, cares for you, never leaves you. He protects you. He guides you. He restores you. He lets you rest. He is the good shepherd. I'm going to ask in a minute, and I'm going to ask for people's eyes just to be closed because this is just a private moment. If you're going to just close your eyes, bow your head, and I'm going to ask that question. Is there anybody here who wants to know the good shepherd? Is there anybody here who for the first time says, yes, do you know what? I want to know this Jesus I want to know this shepherd who will love me, whatever. I want to know that's Jesus that died on the cross for me. And I'm going to ask right now, very simply, all you have to do is put your hands up. And I'm going to ask right now, if you want to know the good shepherd, you just put your hands up. Just lift it up and I'll see it or somebody will see it. They'll see your hand. This is your moment. This is your moment to say yes to the good shepherd. This is your moment to just, I am a sheep, but you know, I want a shepherd. I want somebody to direct, to love me, to care for me. I want that. So one last time, as I look around, we can, thank you, I see your hands. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're gonna pray. I'm gonna say a line, and if you can just repeat it after me, that'd be brilliant. Father God, it's written in your word. If I confess Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart, that you raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. I confess this morning that Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. I ask you to forgive my sins. I thank you that you love me and my, and my sins are forgiven. And everyone says, Amen. I just want to move on. Just one more prayer thing. Just one more before we leave. I just want to go back to John 10, verse 27, when it says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I want to ask here right now, do you want to hear the voice of God? Do you want to hear the voice of the shepherd? Has it been a long time? Has it been a long time since you've heard that voice? Are you one of those people who are stuck in a situation and you want out? Is that you? 
I'm going to ask you to do something really brave. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet if you're saying yes. I want to hear the shepherd's voice. I want to hear his voice like I've never heard it before. If you're one of those people that need to be lit, want to be guided, you just get to your feet. Do you want to be guided? Yeah. I want to be guided. I'm standing and I'm standing because I want it all. I want to hear that voice like I've never heard that voice. I want to know my good shepherd's voice. I'm going to ask you now, right now, just to start praying in the Holy Spirit. Just praying. I'm believing this morning that the Holy Spirit is going to talk to people. They're going to give you answers. Answers how to get out of that hard place. Answers to direct you. Answers to lead you. If you need restoration... This is a moment to stand up and say, yeah, good shepherd, I love you. Father God, you can see your sheep are standing. Your sheep are standing because they want to hear your voice. We want to hear that voice of the shepherd. I pray right now that people here will hear that voice, but not only will they hear it, they will move on it. I pray that, li- that there will be guidance. There will be direction coming out of this. I pray, Holy Spirit, you speak restoring into people's souls where there's been offence and unforgiveness and bitterness. Right now, I just declare as a, as a shepherd speaks, those things are broken in Jesus' name. I thank you that you protect us. And if there are people here that need protecting, I thank you that you hope, good shepherd, you protect us. And I thank you for those people who maybe don't know where you are, that you never left them, nor forsake them. So I pray right now. And I thank you, good shepherd, you are a healer as well. And I just pray for everybody standing, if there's things in their body that need healing, good shepherd, you're all we need. You're all we need this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.